Welcome to Echo Sunday Service. We love that you are here with us today, but we can't wait to see you again in person. We are hoping to meet in September as soon as we solidify anything you will know. Today, we get to hear from one of our behind the scenes heroes at Echo, Katherine Walker. She does many things, including all of the production of our Echo podcasts. Speaking of, if you have yet to check out our Echo podcast, be sure to listen in this week. We are constantly creating new, relevant, and encouraging content. While you're there, write a review. We love hearing from our listeners. If you're a parent, you may not be aware of what we offer for Echo Kids. Echo Kids Sunday Service premieres every Sunday at 8 a.m. All services are available on YouTube. We also have some midweek fun called Wednesdays with Sam. Yes, that's me. Yes, this is me plugging me, telling you how awesome I am. But tune in to Facebook Live every Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. for a little fun, creativity, and Bible truth. We want to thank you for your generosity. You are continually making a difference in our community. We couldn't do it without you, so thank you. If you're new to Echo Sunday service, expect this to last around 35 minutes. We'll start with the Echo Band, hear from the amazing Catherine, take a moment of reflection, and wrap up hearing closing thoughts. Lastly, let us know how we can pray for you. Comment on this video or email us your prayer requests. Let's do this together. Good morning, Echo family. My name is Austin. I'm a pastor in training at Echo, and I just wanted to hop on here this morning and bring you guys some encouraging words. So I'm reading from Psalm 62, verses 5 through 8, and it says, Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and reputation come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O oh, my people, trust in him always, pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. And you know, when I read this scripture, to me it paints this picture of somebody who is completely and totally with every fiber of their being, trusting God with whatever they're going through. And you know, I, I had this thought when I was reading this that, you know, when we go before God with our issues or with our concerns or our worries that... God is the only thing that can offer us complete peace and, and security and comfort while at the same time allowing us to be at our highest points of vulnerability. And so my encouragement to you guys today is, you know, whatever concerns or um, whatever worries you may have, bring them to Jesus, trust in him that he's going to see you through it and allow him to protect you and comfort you in the, only, in the way that only he can.
Teach me to abide in you To hear your voice all around me Your voice all around me Church. It's Christy Cass, and I am here with Echo's very own Catherine Walker. And we are in the middle of a super fun series called Summer Playlist. And so today we're sitting with Catherine, and we are going to learn what her song is. So, Kath, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's your song for us today? It is one you introduced to me, actually. It's called It's Gonna Be Worth It by Rita Springer. And I first heard it probably, I think, 2005, 2006. And it randomly came to me a couple weeks ago while I was sleeping. So that's my song. Yeah, I, I will never forget, actually, I think leaving years in Andy's house. And I was driving up the old Elton Hills Road before mm -hmm. it was expanded. Yeah. And having it blasting because I had come back. So it would have been 06. I had come back from time overseas and I was I decided to go back overseas and I feel like yeah it had to have been then you had sent me the song and we had listened to it and then I was just had it on repeat just over and over and over again because the lyrics talk a lot about it's going to be worth it she sings about how she's not in it for treasures or fame not specifically um but she's no matter what she's going to do she's going to go up every mountain around every corner to seek his face and no matter what comes in her way and how I was applying it to myself at that time that it would be worth it no matter what that's awesome I know you should sing it no way do for us I do not have a good voice <laughs> Rita Springer is a gifted lady so when we talk to you about sharing a song mm -hmm. how come you picked this one like what is significant why is it significant to you it's significant mostly in that reminder that it's going to be worth it in seeking his face so that no matter what decision or choices I was making at that time or even now that my number one goal and priority should be seeking his face and leaning into him and ultimately being obedient in what he is calling me to do um, in my day-to-day -day life and in those conversations and situations that I'm in. Um, so yeah, that's why it's significant and just was a really, really good reminder that no matter how easy life is, that I still need to seek his face. And no matter how difficult life is, I still need to seek his face and it will be worth it. I don't understand your ways Oh, but I will give you my song Give you all
19-year-old Catherine? Like, what were you doing at that point in your life? Yeah. I had decided to not go to college, and I chose to fly overseas. One, I wanted to travel, but two, I also at that time really wanted to get as far away as possible as I could from Rochester. Um, See you, bye. Yep, see you later. And I started um, volunteering with a nonprofit at the time. So I had left and I went away for six or seven months and I came back and I had decided to go again for two full years and um, really felt that I was called into full-time missions, but also full-time just really finding myself. I really feel like I found more of who I was and became more vocal once I returned. So on that journey, I traveled a lot and we were in different places. Um, After I would have listened to that song and then 2007 would have begun a few months, a few weeks after I left, I um, was in South Africa with some friends. They were considered my teammates and we are doing um, door to door, just like bring water, food. We do like the old school, like um, not acrobats, but acting out of songs, you know. Christy and Andy are really good at them. Side note. Human videos? Yep, human videos, yes. Mi corazón. Yes. (laughs) So um, listening to the song again this week, I was reminded of a time that I was walking in South Africa, and we were just knocking on doors and just seeing what people needed or said, and I really felt like it was at the end of a long day to go into um, a little compound. There's like huts just like what you see in the movies or in books. And um, this lady was asking for prayer, for healing. She was sick, and so myself and another girl, we went and we were praying for her. And I remember talking about Queen Esther, um, obviously with broken English and communication. And there was quite a few like um, housings within this development, so it would have been known as a little bit more wealthy, even though it was still made of like straw and hay and mud and all of those things. And we were there, we prayed. Um, the lady, I remember her just like falling like in between us and we just like knelt with her, prayed with her, held her, cried. And then we left. And I remember walking out and seeing the others that I was with just kind of sitting there and not really actively praying or not doing anything, which wasn't any fault of theirs. And then I went on, we went on with our day. Fast forward a few months later, I got a message and a note um, just says internet wasn't as readily available. Um, a friend of mine that same day, same time, same night was in Australia at the time, got woken up in a dream and she saw this large crowd of people um, and with like two tall, dark figures standing around me and I was in the center and she felt, she woke up right away and went out into um where three or four of her friends were. She said, we need to pray for Catherine right now. Um, She's in harm's way. And so they spent that afternoon and into the evening. um, I was just corresponding with her. She said it was four to six hours of them praying for myself specifically. And as I looked back at my journal, it correlated to that exact moment that I was there praying for um, that lady. And I, you know, had no idea, but God was covering me with people in prayer and another friend in the States also woke up that same day and same time. So I was just really challenged this last week and over the last few days about how when God calls us or wakes up in the middle of the night that like 
sometimes there is this urgency and this need to be obedient, but often I put it aside and I was thinking, um, what if she didn't wake up and she wasn't obedient? And, you know, not that God holds our disobedience against us, but really challenging me of like, I need to be obedient and delayed obedience is still disobedience and asking for that forgiveness and asking to come back to him. But also that, man, I had no idea. And here, like she really felt like my life was in danger and it could have turned so many different ways. And we also found out that that was in the home of the local witch doctor and we had no idea. And yet God came through and protected us. Very powerful story. And I think it's one of those things, cause I think back, I just, we take so many things for granted now, even being 2020 in 2005, 2006, 2007, we didn't have smartphones. We no. couldn't just like, we had to go to, you. I remember you traveling and you'd be in an internet cafe mm-hmm. or it would be delayed responses and you just yeah. didn't know. And so I think it's not shrugging things off and writing things down, the power of journaling, the power of taking note yeah. and speaking up too. Like when we do feel something for someone or feel that urge yeah. to act on it. Yeah. Do you, when you look at your life, you brought up delayed obedience. Do you, can you think of a time where you feel like you've had delayed, delayed obedience or maybe you've been slower to say yes to something? Yeah. I have a, I have a funny one along those same lines and it was, I was on an airplane and it had broken down and we were the only, um, Caucasians, the younger demographic on the airplane. And I remember feeling like I needed to stand up and pray over the intercom system. And that sounds so silly and crazy. And we, for like two hours, I'll never forget, like going to stand up, sitting down, going to stand up, sitting down. And I remember finally standing up and asking the flight attendant to pray just for the plane and our safety. And I just like, I don't know why I was reminded of it, but it just, not that it was a coincidence, but I also felt like that necessity to be bold, like you just said. And even though it wasn't socially acceptable to still stand up and proclaim his truth. And then within minutes, the plane was up and running and the AC was going. Um, but also in just like my life now, so not back in 2007 or 2008, um, there's been moments where I felt like I should send a text or help someone to the door, um, and I haven't, and then it kind of just lingers with me, and I don't have that ability to go back, mm-hmm. you know? So it just kind of makes you think, like like you just said, if it's not socially acceptable or, you know, it's awkward or uncomfortable, then often it's a lot easier to be silent and to not speak up and to not, um, yeah, share whatever God has on my heart in the moment. Um, and it's, it's really, it's saddened me to think like, okay, what have I missed or what conversations need to be had? Or did that stranger really need, you know, just a helping hand in that moment? And I missed it, you know, Mm -hmm. so can't go back. Yeah, no, (laughs) for sure. And I think looking at when we were younger, mm -hmm. I know for myself too, like younger version of Christy, like there's almost, I had less on the line. It was just like, well, I'm just going to do this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be immaturity or it can be stubbornness, but I think it's, there's that youthfulness nature too, that I crave still of that obedience. And I think back to you even going outside the box and saying, you know, your plan always in high school is I'm going to go to school and Mm -hmm. I'm going to do these things and I'm going to get a degree. Yeah. And then telling your parents or telling people around you, no, I'm actually like 
going to work for a nonprofit and you know at that point when you said you committed to six months that turned into five years Mm -hmm. like that was radical you know and that's fundraising and traveling and doing all these cool things but it's saying no to a lot of other things yeah you know so when you look at your life back then do you feel like who is Catherine today versus Catherine now? Oh, absolutely. I, it's like a different life. Or Catherine then, I should say. Yeah. I feel like I'm living in a different world. And it's talking about it. We're My husband and I, we we're saying, which is Cordy, that um, the end result is God always comes through. But mm-hmm. for some reason, I always forget. So even like fast forward when, you know, Andy and Christy housed us after we lost everything in Florida, even that act of like, maybe we were supposed to leave sooner than we did. And not that I'm saying we had to have tragedy to wake up, but it's often in those like traumatic moments where it's so much easier to be like, oh yeah, this is what God has had in our heart. And now he's literally pushing us out the door, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, I absolutely think that. And it feels like a dream until I start to have these types of conversations and I read my journals and I read the scriptures and it's the same scripture. It hasn't changed, but yet for some reason I look at it differently mm-hmm. and I pretend like it doesn't apply when it yeah. still does. Yeah. You know, and so that's been really what a is good reminder. What's it's your Hebrews. You I wanted to focus on Hebrews 10, um, 10, 11, and 12. They're talking about, you know, having faith and persevering. But um, Hebrews 10, verse, starting verse 36 through 39, it says, In the um, New English translation, it says, For you need endurance in order to do God's will, and so receive what is promised. For just a little longer, and he who is coming will arrive and not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith, and if he shrinks back, I will take no pleasure in him. But we are not among those who shrink back and thus perish, but are among those who have faith and preserve their souls. And in a sense of, like, as I keep reading, I didn't necessarily want it to be my scripture because it sounds so harsh but it is true that you know God has called us and to be around people that won't shrink back and that they won't um avoid or crumble in the face of um difficulty or awkwardness and that yeah just that call to keep going and Mm -hmm. um I don't know like with obedience that sense of like now I get so frustrated with now that I have children of like okay I've asked you two times I've asked you four times I've asked you six times like I'm not patient the seventh time you know I have a toddler but God still does that and I'm still disobedient but yet I just that reminder of like I need to respond you know the first or second time. Mm-hmm. Hey I just want to interrupt this conversation just for one moment I'm standing out in the field right now and all honesty just to get your attention (laughs) okay there's a little bit more to that but uh, let me just level with you here just for a moment Catherine has just mentioned that we should listen to God the first time or at least the second and I know how some of you are thinking you're like how dare she say to follow God the second time I am a first time follower God says go I go hey let's be honest here people (laughs) let me be honest with you as your pastor and being obedient to God is difficult I mean let's be honest it's kind of like being out in a big field and you hear so many different noises and there's so many different contours and there are so many different challenges and yet we're supposed to hear God's voice it's sometimes more difficult than we let it 
out to be. And I think of a man in the Old Testament named Balaam. And he has this interaction with the people of God and the nation of Israel. And they're coming into this pagan nation. And this pagan nation is becoming insecure because they realize that they are going to experience a new normal. And they try to hire Balaam, this pagan seer prophet, to come curse Israel. And they go to his door and they, they say, hey, you know what? If you come and curse our foe, which is Israel, then we'll pay you handsomely. And in that moment, God speaks to Balaam and says, you are not to curse. You're to be obedient with this, Balaam. You are not to go and you are not to curse the people of Israel because they are blessed. But what happens as it happens to us naturally in life is the temptation comes back over and over and over and Balaam eventually crumbles at the test, at, at the challenge, and he jumps on his donkey. And this is where it gets strange. He gets on his donkey, and his donkey is diverted by God three times. But Balaam has no idea. He has, has no idea that God's in the midst of this. And on the third time, when he's about to kill his donkey, his donkey speaks. <laughs> i got to be honest, that is so bizarre. But I want to tell you this. Bizarre situations are meant to bolden our steps when we follow God. And so God shows up, Balaam's eyes are open, and he realizes at that point, and honestly, through a little bit of hurt, because he wasn't obedient with God the first time. And Balaam steps into, I believe, the purposes of God But because of his delayed obedience, he experienced pain that he did not need to experience. The thing I need and I want you to hear is this, is that you are blessed. That we are blessed. We are God's people. And we are currently in a bizarre scenario. But I want to tell you this. In Revelations 1-3, it says this. Blessed is he who reads. Blessed is he who hears, and blessed is he who heeds. God wants us to submit to his way, to his will, and in that we will be blessed. Not because of what we do, but because what Jesus has done for us. And I believe with what God wants to do with us and through us. And today I want to invite some of you that are listening, you're brand new to this church idea, and and you're like, man, this is captivating, but I feel like there's more. And I want to tell you there is. God wants to have a relationship with you, and I believe it simply starts with surrender. And so I want to invite you into this prayer. I call it a, a prayer of surrender. It's not the answer, but it's the beginning of saying, God, no matter what comes my way, I will follow you. Will you pray with us? Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen. So I think that we can all learn something from what Catherine shared today and just 
the power of listening to God's voice and having that perspective that no matter what we are facing, no matter what we are going through, that God is with us, that God is calling us and he is leading us and that it's his voice in the midst of the noise and the chaos that we are supposed to cling to. And sometimes the things that God's calling you to may be crazy or radical or you feel like you're the only one, you're gonna, what are people gonna think? But I know for me, when I hear what you shared about today is I wanna live a life that makes God proud mm-hmm. and where he knows that I am his daughter that's gonna listen and I'm gonna respond. And so I just challenge you right now as you hear this is just asking God, what are you calling me to? Mm-hmm. And just clinging to his word and knowing his voice and knowing what his words say and just living a life that every step of the way you are listening and that you are saying yes. That's so, good. Thank you. Would you Do you mind closing us in prayer? Yes, okay. I will. Lord, I want to thank you for who you are and that you are worth it, that no matter what we are facing, whether it seems so mundane or so little, that you are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, God. And I just pray for that confidence and that boldness to firstly just seek your face above anyone and everything else, Lord, that we would come to you, not just in our moments of despair or difficulty, but God, that we would remember to come to you in our praise and come to you in our celebrations and just acknowledge you for who you are. And Lord, I just want to thank you for everyone watching today's message and I just pray that you would just come into their homes and speak to their hearts and their souls and just give them the confidence and the peace that they need in Jesus name amen First John chapter 15, it says, Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. And he who abides in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So God, in this moment, God, no matter where we're gathering, with whom we're gathering, with Jesus. God, I just pray that your presence would surround us, Jesus. God, that your presence would would make every worry and every hurt, God, and every pain, Jesus, just go away in this moment. God, I pray that the grace of your Holy Spirit would just grasp our hearts, God, and we would just simply abide. God, that our soul would awaken to your presence, Jesus. 
God, that the word abide would become every day a part of our vocabulary, Jesus, to lean into you, God. God, that we'd be surrounded in your love, Jesus. God, that we would, we would press into your word. God, in, into your vine. God, and a great harvest would come from it, Jesus. fam we are close we have had multiple conversations and we are getting more and more confident that we will be meeting in person in september there are still details to be ironed out but it's looking good would you guys continue to pray for that for that short-term solution that we can get something worked out for for september and would you also maybe with your family see what part you guys can play in echo permanence we will be in a temporary space for now but we are believing for the very first permanent location for Echo. Now at Echo, you can give two ways. You can text the number below or you can go to our website to give. If you're able and you have the means, would you do so? If you don't or you have a need, please don't be afraid to ask. Now if you're new to Echo, we want to connect with you. Use the means on the screen below so that we can connect with you. Christy and Catherine, thank you for sharing your heart. I love the idea that Catherine shared in Hebrews 10. The closing verse to Hebrews 10 says, We're not quitters. We will stay with it and survive trusting all the way. Be encouraged, my friends. Echo, you are awesome. Be kind and have a great week.